everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Impossible Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. I am doing an annual review, and uh, you can actually check my whole annual review out on the blog at impossiblehq.com slash 2018 annual review. Every year, I try to look back on uh, what went well and what didn't go well. And this year was a little bit different because a spoiler alert, uh, not a lot of things went well. I uh, had a bunch of stuff happen early in the year. and It literally threw me off track. I was actually putting off doing this review because I knew that it wasn't going to be pretty. And I actually dug up my goals, quote unquote, from last year and uh, looked at my hit ratio and how many of them I did. And uh, for a guy that talks about doing impossible things on your impossible list, I did not do very many of them last year. I got to do some fun stuff. I had some adventures, but I had a bunch of stuff happen early on in the year and uh, basically nuked (laughs) the rest of my year. Uh, I went back through and I was like, nope, didn't do that. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. Didn't do that. And so I don't really want to go through uh, my annual review on the podcast here, but what I do want to do is kind of share a thought that I had while I was going through this. And one of the things that I was dealing with when I was going back through was 2018 did not really go as I expected it to, to say the least. It was kind of a a year of me just biting it and uh, wanting things to go slightly different, but uh, not actually uh, doing much about it. And so when I was going back through this year and going through the things that didn't go well, the answer for the review was not a lot. And that kind of made the review a little bit boring. But as I started Asking myself, instead of just what didn't go well, why didn't things go well? That was more of an interesting question. And another question that I was asking myself is, I think I heard Jordan Peterson talk about this on uh, a podcast. I had him on earlier in the year, and that was really cool. He mentioned something at some point, and he's been a, he's been a big influence in, and helpful in thinking through kind of how to get out of your own way on obstacles that you just kind of keep running into where you find yourself banging your head against the wall and wondering why the wall is not moving. He had a quote somewhere, and I'm probably going to butcher it. But the quote was something along the lines of, if things aren't going the way that you want them to, and you're you're not happy with the direction that you're going, you have to sit down and be quiet for a little bit. Start asking yourself, what could you be wrong about? And that was a an interesting question and kind of how I approached this year's review. I did the what didn't go well. I did the, you know, what am I looking forward to? And I tried to be more specific this year. But instead of just saying what didn't go well, I started asking what things in my current operating system of my life might I be wrong about and might I be doing poorly <laughs> because of that? And uh, I came up with four different things. And I I shared them in the annual review, but I'll go through them real quickly because I think this is actually more interesting to me than what the specifics uh, are of what didn't go well and what I want to do instead. The question, what am I wrong about, was an interesting question because a lot of times we have these sort of mindsets that 
one of, one of the good things I think about being an entrepreneur is that I have a, a short-term mindset. If I have a failure, instead of just dwelling about it and feeling really bad about it, I, I usually tend to have a short-term mindset on it, a short-term memory, and kind of forget about it and then keep moving forward. And it's really useful when you have mistakes and you need to keep going and not just get paralyzed by the fact that you failed. That said, it's also useful to learn about those mistakes and learn about what you might be wrong about and ask yourself that question because a lot of times it's not that fun. It's easier to focus on your strengths. It's easier to just delude yourself, not have to examine it and delude yourself that, hey, you know, you don't have that many things wrong at all. But that is not the case. And so I came up with four things that I have been operating. If you if you talk about like your human operating system, my operating system has been kind of operating poorly uh, because of uh, these four things. So the first thing is that I have uh, been mobile for the last two and a half years. I've been in places for, you know, anywhere from one to three months, uh, but I haven't had like a permanent home and I definitely haven't had a lease in two and a half years. I got rid of my apartment in San Diego and was going to go to Europe for two or three months. I was going to get a new place when I came back, basically left, finished 777 and then kept traveling for a while. That was fun at first, and I realized, especially this last year, that being mobile constantly is not a good strategy. I spend a lot of mental cycles and a lot of mental energy booking flights, hotels, Airbnb, and all of this was kind of under the guise that I would have more freedom. And what I found was constantly <laughs> traveling is actually not that much more freeing. Like sometimes it's actually more freeing to be in one place and uh, have things in order and organized and then be able to travel, have the, have the ability and have the time to travel from there and that I don't necessarily have to be on the road constantly in order to do it. In fact, it was actually being detrimental and making it harder for me to work with my team, to grow my businesses, to get in the type of habits that I wanted to do because I was always spending so much time in airports, booking flights personally, dealing with all the crap on my own and being constantly moving with literally no base to come back to when I was in the States was not a good move. So I fixed that. I have officially, yeah, I signed a, a lease maybe like two or three days ago by the time this goes up. And uh, I'll be in Austin for a year lease. And I don't think I've ever signed a lease in my adult life, which is kind of hilarious. I've been in places for, you know, two to four years at a time, but never on a lease. And so that was kind of an interesting freeing exercise where I realized by deciding to be in one place for even a, just a reasonable amount of time, I actually freed up all the other spots in my brain that I don't have to think about what Airbnb am I booking, what hotel am I getting, what are the flight options You know, in the next week. You know, I can actually unpack my bags. And uh, that was one of the things I think that was constantly holding me back. I kind of held on to it because I like travel. I don't want to stop traveling and I don't plan on stopping traveling, but I needed a little bit more structure than constant travel for two and a half years. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, the second thing that I, I found out as I was reviewing my goals was I had a lot of goals and some of them are big and some of them are vague and I'll talk about that in a second, but I had a lot of goals and not enough markers. And so I had a bunch of different goals. They were kind of big, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I didn't have any markers to kind of progress my way through them. It was just kind of like this vague goal out there. I like to do this. If I'm organized and put together, then I can go ahead and do that. No problem. It's not that big a deal. But 
I wasn't organized. Uh, a lot of things fell apart kind of in the middle of last year. And when that happened, so did a bunch of the things that I was going after. And then because I was split in a bunch of different ways, I didn't get very many of them done at all. I said, you know, in the blog post, I said, I didn't just not get a percentage of them done. I got most of them not done. So I was very consistent about not getting any of my goals. And that wasn't good. So that was something that I've explicitly had to discipline myself to limit the number of things because I constantly want to do more and I want to push myself and I want to go farther and do more things. And so artificially limiting the number of goals so I can actually have a higher hit rate is something I'm practicing this year. The other thing that I ran into was a flaw in how I constructed a lot of my businesses. Uh, this is actually something I started to fix this year. It was one of the good things that I was able to do. But what I started to realize as uh, we started growing our paleo nutrition company, the meal planning business, as I started to grow that and add members to the team, I started to realize how Joel-centric a lot of my projects were. And uh, what I mean by that is that the way a lot of the businesses are structured are sort of bad habits from bootstrapping. You know, I start out with an idea and I get a contractor or two to help me start building it out. And then as they grow, I don't actually change the structure of the business. Uh, sorry if this is a little bit boring, but like if I was to build uh, one of the companies with funding, you just plug the person in, you build the structure out exactly how it's going to be uh, from day one. And for me, it was something where you kind of pieced it together. You said, okay, this person's going to do this. They're going to report to me. That person's going to do this. They're going to report to me. And what I ended up doing is as the businesses grew, I had these bad habits of having all these people still reporting to me without having any of them communicating with each other. So that creates a big choke point when you have a couple different businesses and they're growing in a couple different ways and everybody's reporting to you and you end up being the choke point and you can't really figure out <laughs> You can't get everybody back to everybody because uh, you're too busy trying to figure out what your fourth Airbnb in two weeks uh, is going to be. So that was the other thing that I ran into where I, I saw that happening earlier this year and I decided that I was going to get out in front of it and start to fix it. And with the Paleo Nutrition Company, I actually did a pretty good job of it. I would say I'm maybe about 75, 80% there. And uh, my goals coming up uh, this year are really to start rebuilding Impossible and uh, move well in those same veins because I've started to realize how much easier it is when uh, you hire smart people and they do uh, what the team needs uh, done. And you start to realize it's a little humbling. And maybe that's uh, another theme of the year is... Uh, humility, but you're not as smart or as uh, integral as uh, you like to think you are. So having Joel-centric projects was uh, something that I've been working to undo most of 2018. And so the last one that I came up with was uh, I had set a lot of non-falsifiable goals. I actually stole this term and uh, idea from Taylor Pearson. He has a productivity course actually I'm going through right now. And uh, it's really helpful in just kind of getting clear on what you want to do. One of the things Taylor challenges you to do is make everything a yes or no or pass or fail goal. And a lot of times I'll set, I realize this is like a character flaw, is I'll set like mushy goals. I'll be like, oh yeah, I want to do this and uh, not have an explicit pass fail grading on that action. It'll be like a little bit aspirational, but there's no clear statement of success, which also means there's no clear statement of failure. And 
one of the things you realize is like, oh, maybe you didn't make it explicit because you didn't want to have to face up if you failed at it or not. And so I started realizing I had all these like sort of successes and a lot of these sort of failures, but nothing really clear one way or another. And uh, even with the failures, like at least if you have a failure, you can kind of do a postmortem on it and figure out what went wrong. And uh, this one was <laughs> not that. So I was ending up with these mushy type goals that weren't like successes. They weren't failures. They're just kind of like, yeah, I did some of it. And, uh, you know, not really having a success and not really having a failure where you could like correct yourself and fix it. And so that was something else that even I was just planning out this year was something that was like, oh, that's not so good. You got to fix that. So those are kind of my takeaways. I uh, It's weird to talk about the ways you're wrong or the ways that your brain was malfunctioning the last year. And none of these are particularly groundbreaking. I'm not the first person to come up with any of these ideas. But it is something that if you don't sit down and examine things and check yourself and really look at uh, how things are going, it's sometimes easy to gloss over. And uh, like I said, I didn't really want to do a annual review. I've done it a lot the last few years, and I didn't really want to do it this year because uh, I knew that you know it wasn't that great of a year. But it's actually been really, really helpful sitting down and asking that question. So, you know, if you guys are if you guys are doing an annual review, I know we're a week into the year so far. It's not too late to kind of reflect and, and see what happened. And you can use that the formula and I've got it on the site somewhere. You know, the annual review template to like say what went well, what didn't go so well, you know, what am I, you know, trying to do this next year. But also ask yourself the question, what might I be wrong about? What are ways that I'm interpreting the world or everything else that's going on that might not be that helpful right now. So those are my answers to that question. I actually, uh, I've got this at, if you want to check this out, you can see it at 2018, uh, com slash 2018 annual review. I also have uh, some goals uh, I've set for the new year at uh, impossiblehq.com slash 2019 dash goals. Uh, you can check those both out. I'll have them in the show notes. And you can kind of, you know, see a more in-depth, thought-out version of my annual review, and hopefully uh, you'll do one too. But yeah, 2018 wasn't that awesome. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast. I've really enjoyed, you know, some of the things that I was able to get done, but it didn't necessarily go uh, the way I, I plotted out. If you guys go listen to last year's annual review podcast episode, you'll you'll notice a difference. But with all that said, I found that one question. I'm going to repeat it again, but what might I be wrong about? I found that really helpful as I was kind of thinking back in the last year. So even if you don't do a full annual review, you can still think about that question and maybe get something out of it. So that's what I got for the podcast today, guys. Uh, We're back to a normal episode next week. I've got uh, a bunch of interviews lined up here in the new year. I think you're going to really enjoy them. You're going to really like them. Uh, They're super inspiring people. I love sitting down and getting to chat with people and uh, just hearing their stories and what they're up to. So be on the lookout for that. If you guys are enjoying the podcast, I'd love if you had headed over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. It helps us reach more people and helps inspire more people to push their limits and do something impossible. Even though 2018 wasn't that awesome or wasn't as awesome as I wanted it to be, I've got a lot of things dialed in for 2019 and uh, I'm changing a lot of stuff that I've been wrong about and going to be trying some new stuff. So uh, so stay tuned, check it out. 
and ImpossibleHQ.com. If you guys want to keep up with everything that's happening off the blog on social media, check out Impossible at ImpossibleHQ on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you can check out me at Joel Runyon on Instagram and Twitter. So we're back on our regular schedule next week. Same time, same place. But until then, keep pushing your limits and do something impossible.